Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt, and this is Waving Not Drowning, where I'll discuss how to combat your problems and solve your emotional issues. On this week's Dear Viv, a teacher who just wants to go on honeymoon, getting over an ex-boyfriend, and when you don't want children at your wedding. Dear Viv, I'm getting married next year and I need your advice. My partner and I love travelling and always plan to go away for a long honeymoon, ideally in September to avoid the expense that comes with going away in the school holidays. This would mean taking some time off work as a teacher, which I was always happy with doing. I want stroke need a change anyway, plus a honeymoon is a once in a lifetime trip, right? However, I started a new job this year with the expectation going into it that it would be a year contract before leaving and going away. The work is tough, more than my previous school, but the kids are brilliant and the staff are nice, so much nicer than I expected. Management have been so supportive and have taken real steps to train me up and make sure I'm being helped whenever I need it. This was such a stark contrast from my last school that I was very surprised. As such, I am starting to feel guilty about wanting to leave. I teach year six, which is a vital year for exams, And they clearly have faith in me, which is wonderful. That being said about the role, it's just not the kind of job where I could ask for unpaid leave and then just come back. Plus, I don't necessarily know if I would want that anyway. I guess my question is this. Am I being foolish travelling and taking this time off? How do I broach this subject in a respectful manner that doesn't cause ill feeling between management and myself and the other staff who have welcomed me in so kindly? My partner says I should stop overthinking it all and he reminds me that they would replace me in a heartbeat if they needed to. I know that he's right, but I still feel like a fraud any time someone brings up next year and how I will fit into it. How can I step away from guiltily making decisions to please other people? I can't help feeling like this is a larger problem in that I'm always so worried about people always thinking the best of me and I can't help but feel a little selfish taking this time for myself. 
Any advice or a good kick up the bum would be much appreciated. Much love, Torn Teacher. Hello, Torn Teacher. Well, this is a tricky one, but at least it makes a change from parents agonising about whether they should save money by taking their kids out of school for holidays during term time. This is properly agonising, though, as you don't risk a fine or a slap on the wrist. You are basically talking about quitting your job in order to take a honeymoon. Have I understood that correctly? In theory, this sounded like a great plan in your previous job, which you wanted to leave anyway. You made this decision when you're in that job and you couldn't imagine what it would be like to be in a job you actually didn't want to leave. Now you've got yourself into a pickle as you want to go on your honeymoon, but you also actually want to stay in this job and it seems like you can't do both. The one bit of your letter that screams help to me is this bit. I want stroke need a change anyway. Plus a honeymoon is a once in a lifetime trip, right? First, that sounds desperate and I don't believe you. (laughs) Second, it sounds like your fiance talking, not you. Let's unpick that. You say, I want stroke need a change. But that's not true anymore, is it? You changed jobs already and you got the change you wanted. In fact, you're astonished to find that you love this job and the people you work with now really appreciate you. They've shown you trust. That's what's killing you about this decision. Then you say, plus a honeymoon is a once in a lifetime trip, right? Well, yes, you can think of a honeymoon as a once in a lifetime trip, but that right tells me you're not convinced because you know what else might be a once in a lifetime thing a teaching job that you really love let's answer the big questions how can I step away from guiltily making decisions to please other people and I can't help but feel a little selfish taking this time for myself But what really counts as selfish here? Is it selfish to leave a job and go on honeymoon? Not really. If you want to do it, then do it. There'll be other jobs. Or, and this is where things get really interesting and I think is the real reason you wrote to me. Is it selfish of you in the eyes of your fiancé for you to change your mind about what you want to do about the honeymoon now that you're in a new job and you actually rather like this job? What do you really feel selfish and guilty about? Is it going on honeymoon or is it letting your fiancé down? This is a real question to answer. I think you know it and you've tried to broach it with your fiancé, but he has shut it down by saying they'd replace you in that job in a heartbeat anyway. We all know that's not really true, don't we? You say yourself on three separate occasions in your letter that the people in this school support you, trust you and have invested in you. There's no proof that they would replace you so easily. What matters here is what you want and what you care about. Your fiancé, I think, is going to be angry no matter what happens because you've changed your mind. At the very least, your decision has become more complicated and he needs to accept that this is a dilemma for you and one that merits serious thought and consideration. Can you talk about this to a third party who's not invested in any way, someone not connected to the school or to your fiancé or to your family? 
really think through with their help what it is that you want. I'm not going to suggest that you say to the school, come on, let me take a month off in September, as I know from school life that that is just not viable. So something is going to have to give. Either you're going to have to change your honeymoon plans and move them to a different time of year. How about, and get this for a crazy idea, you take your honeymoon before the wedding. That's what school holidays were invented for. Or you're going to have to quit a job you really love and that shows real promise. Either way, this is a completely different situation to the one you were facing when you first decided to go on this long honeymoon. Life has a way of changing our situation when we least expect it and of throwing a spanner in the works. Good marriages need to be able to weather this shit. This was the first real test of your marriage. And it's going to require you to know yourself and what you want. And it requires you to be able to talk honestly and openly with your husband. You can't have your cake and eat it here. But you might be able to have some very nice cake at a slightly different time of year and still not have to walk away from a job you love. Good luck. Our next question this week. Diviv. I'm a 22-year-old woman who cannot stop comparing every man I meet to my ex-boyfriend. My ex broke up with me two years ago, and since then I have never stopped thinking about him. It used to be more frequent, but there is no doubt in my mind that I still feel the same way. He knows that I still love him and has told me he will back off. We never stop sleeping together. But I just don't believe it since I have been told that so many times and have even been approached by him while he was in a seemingly good relationship. He has even sent me four drunk messages telling me he will back off. I tried my best to ignore it, but I got drunk and just went crazy at him. I must have said the worst things ever, but I couldn't remember it the next day and decided to delete what I said so I could never feel bad and apologise. It seems surreal that I am even able to write this. I like to separate my thoughts from him to try and feel detached and emotionless. I tried not censoring myself and bringing him up whenever I felt like it, so it would seem like I was aloof and disenchanted, but it was no use. I know my friends are right, and he treated me like shit immediately after breaking up, but it came as such a shock because he always treated me like I was the most wonderful person when we were together. I finally came to the conclusion that neither I or the relationship meant anything to him. But my realisation just makes me feel empty and depressed. Every time I meet someone, I think about how they aren't as good as him. So I've stopped talking to men completely to try and heal myself. But it's been months and I still don't know what to do. Most of my friends think I'm pretty okay. They don't know that when I get home or I'm not busy or I remember something we used to do together, I just sit for a while and cry hoping every time I cry, I get rid of the idea that he was the one for me. It was real love for me. I fell so hard, and I just don't believe I'll ever find it again. Is there anything you can say that will provide insight? I just want to know that it's normal and that it's okay to take this long to forget about someone. Oh, wow, dear star-crossed lover, I don't know where to start here, so I'll start in the easiest place. The biggest alarm bells in the history of alarm bell manufacture ring out for me when I read these words. Brackets. We never stopped sleeping together. Close brackets. I love that you put this in brackets, almost like it's an afterthought. If I could make one rule for human behaviour, it would be this. 
Do not sleep with someone who has treated you badly. Do not sleep with someone after they've broken up with you. Do not sleep with someone who makes you feel like shit. This is not love. It is a lack of self-worth. Now, there is nothing wrong with confusing the two. We have all done it and God knows, given half a chance, we'd all do it again a million times. But we must try so hard not to. As the thing you're describing here, this lack of self-worth confused with love, it is the worst feeling in the world and it's completely toxic. No wonder you say you feel empty and depressed because you are dealing with a double disappointment here. A, the person you thought you loved turned out to be a scumbag, which is extremely upsetting and annoying and heartbreaking. And B, you're hating on yourself because you made a bad error of judgment and you trusted this scumbag. Well, guess what? It's time to let both of these things go. We've all had our hearts broken. We've all known scumbaggy toads. Kick them to the curb and move on. Worse, we've all made terrible errors of judgment. We've all thought people were different to what they turned out to be. We've all wasted time and energy on people who didn't deserve it. Is it normal and okay to do this? Yes, absolutely. Is it normal and okay to dwell on that for several years and to try and undo that mistake by inviting that person back into your life or by obsessing about them and not putting it behind you? No, I'm sorry, I'm not going to pretend it is not normal. It's maybe not that abnormal, unfortunately, but it most definitely is not okay. So get a hold of yourself here and make some changes. Avoid your mother's boyfriend, who you mentioned uh, in your letter, so that you never have to hear this idiot's name. You don't have to avoid other men. They have nothing to do with this idiot. So you don't need to avoid them. But stop dwelling on the past. You say, whenever I'm at home and I'm not busy or I remember something we used to do together, okay, fine. Don't be at home and not be busy. Be busy. Be busy all the time. Be busy meeting men who are nothing like this man. Or be busy learning to windsurf or play bridge or take up kickboxing or crochet a massive suffragette scarf or become a karaoke champion. Just please, please do anything other than dwelling in the past and obsessing about your past mistakes. So you made a mistake. You fell for someone who didn't deserve you. Big deal. We've all done it. Too bad. Time to move on. You say in your letter that you are 22 years old, for God's sake, you extraordinary and beautiful young, young woman. One day you will look back on all this and laugh, possibly from the podium of the finals of a kickboxing championship. I hereby order you to get on with your life. Delete this man from your phone and from your life. Think of some fun things you've always wanted to do and go and do those things. If it helps to send me the list of fun things, please send it. If you can't think of any fun things, go and see your friends and ask them to help you write it. Life is long. Mistakes are short-lived. And this one is over. Go out and make some more. Please use condoms and try hard not to fall so hard next time. I have spoken. Our last question this week. Dear Viv, I'm getting married in the summer, one of the last of my friends to do so. Several of my friends have been married for a few years and a few either have babies or are pregnant. My fiancé is in a similar situation. My question is, how do we tell them that we don't want kids at our wedding? What is the etiquette? 
Obviously, if the baby is really young, that's fine. But we really, really don't want toddlers running around and also want our friends to be their adult selves, not their parent selves. This is definitely a thing that we've witnessed. Is there any way of expressing this without seeming selfish? It is our special day after all. Oh, I love this question. So easy to answer. How do we tell them? What's the etiquette? Well, the etiquette is this. You tell them. The etiquette is this. It's your wedding. So you get to say how you want things to be. The etiquette is this. Do what you want. Be selfish. It's your day. It's great, isn't it? It's your power. So use it. You don't have to apologise or explain. All people expect is for you to be clear. I've seen people approach this in many elegant ways, but my favourite is the most simple one. You just write on the invitation, adults only, except for babies under 12 months or six months, if you really want to be certain that they're not crawling or walking. You're also allowed to ban the babies, by the way. Adults only, no children, including babies. Yes, it's harsh and it reads harshly, but it's clear and I think clarity is really important here. If anyone doesn't get it, then they don't get it and there's no arguing with them and I wouldn't bother. Also, no exceptions. If you start making exceptions, people really will get annoyed. If you want to be a bit more friendly about it, then you can wax lyrical. This is an invitation for adults only. Please leave any children you might have birthed behind. Now, I do have one final proviso here, which is going to contradict everything I have just said. As I have mentioned, this is your day and you do get to be as selfish as you want. That is totally fine. And I actually don't think it's selfish to know what you want. I think it's an act of generosity and an important defiance of the passive aggressivity that has evaded so many aspects of life. However, I personally do not believe in weddings where babies and children are banned. Weddings are a public community event and babies and children are part of the public community, whether we like it or not. At my own wedding many years ago, there were many babies and toddlers and children. A five-year-old threw up loudly and copiously underneath the table during the quiet bits of the speeches and a three-year-old bridesmaid locked herself in the toilet and refused to come out until I, the bride in full bridal regalia, had wiped her bottom. I imagine these are the very things that you do not want to happen on your special day. But for me, 17 years on, they are the exact things that made that day real and memorable. Part of getting married is about giving up certain expectations and leaving room for things you can't predict. Having vomiting, shitting dwarves at your wedding is a good way of preparing for that. Good luck. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon and sign in to thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we we'll see you there. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 